Hey, what is up, you guys? It's Liam Gillen, and this is The Introverted Filmmaker, a podcast where I, an introvert who happens to make films, talks about all things that are happening in the filmmaking, television, and entertainment industry. And if you know me in real life, this is probably the most you'll ever hear come out of my mouth because I believe I'm one of the quietest people I know. So before we hop into today's topic, I want to talk about um, an update about my documentary. So if you guys don't know or if you're new here, I am making a documentary called Bullied the Aftermath, which is centered around adults who got bullied as children or teenagers. And um, now it's talking about the impact and the effects it's had on their adult lives. So I released a casting list and um, pretty much I only got two responses. Um, I did get a lot of support for it, um, but a lot of people unfortunately are not willing to talk about it, um, which is totally fine. You know, I knew it was going to be a hard discussion because, you know, this is trauma for some people, you know, as someone who has gone through it too. It takes a lot in a person, but it literally took days to get two people. I put the casting list out twice. I did get two responses. Um, I'm waiting for more before I reach out to everybody about the whole spiel. So yeah, that's where we are right now. I'm going to post, I'm going to keep posting and being annoying about it until I find people and then I'm going to interview and then um, I'm going to select the three people. Yeah. Cause I'm going to be in this most likely. So that's where we are right now. So now Let's head into today's topic, which I believe is Hollywood's silent killer, or it's just going to drastically change the way Hollywood works and all of that um, eventually down the line, is something called nepotism. Nepotism is killing Hollywood, and in today's podcast, we're going to talk about why that is. And not only that it's just not nepotism, but it's just having wealthy relatives or you know people that can afford to help you chase your dreams, right? So let's get into it. Now, what the hell is nepotism? Nepotism is the practice among those with power or influence of favoring relatives or friends, specifically getting them a job, right? So nepotism is huge in Hollywood, um, but really at the end of the day, nepotism can be anywhere and everywhere. Um, For example, say you own a small business, right? Um, A pizzeria. Pizzerias typically are family businesses. You have the owner, right? And they retire who most likely is going to take over that pizzeria? Their child, right? Pretty much, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. As long as you're related to someone in the industry that you want to get into, right, you are guaranteed something. You are guaranteed a job, a spot, whatever. And, um, you know, like literally if I know people who their parents were lawyers, they end up being a lawyer and they end up getting connections to a good firm, whatever the hell, whatever it may be, right? Hollywood and the film industry just is pretty public about it compared to most industries, right? So that's why everyone, when they think of nepotism, they think of Hollywood. They don't necessarily think of like every industry as a whole. So nepotism has been in the industry since the beginning. You know, nepotism is everywhere. Nepotism's always been everywhere. Um, When you think about it, there are things called a Hollywood family. Like there's probably... A bunch of families behind the camera or in front of the camera that you can think of off the top of your head right now that you're like, wow, wait, that whole family's in the industry. Industry, excuse me. Um, The first family I think of is the Coppola family. The Coppola family consists of Francis Coppola, who was the director of The Godfather. And then you have his daughter, Sophia Coppola, who has directed a plethora of films. She directed um, The Virgin Suicides. Um, I love that film. And then you have their nephew, who is Nicolas Cage, famous actor. Um, And then there's a bunch of other people in the list that I can't think of. You got the Gyllenhaal family. You have the Arquette family. You have the 
Barrymore family. I think the Barrymore family is the most famous of them all because they've been in the industry since the industry was the industry, right? Like Drew Barrymore's great, 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 great grandparents were in vaudeville or something. Um, And then you had her grandpa who was in It's a Wonderful Life. And then you had her dad, I think her dad was in stuff. And then of course her, and then most likely her children. Um, She did state that her children will not be entering the industry until they are 18. And then, and that's if they want to, because, you know, she went through a lot as a child actress, um, Drew Barrymore's story. That's another, that could be a whole podcast episode, to be honest. Um, But yeah, pretty much Hollywood, in my opinion, I think is becoming this dynasty, right? Unless you're related to somebody, good luck. And I'm not saying that to be like, oh, blah, 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 like, oh, um, you're not going to make it unless you know someone. Personally, for me, I'm related to nobody in the industry. I am. I have no family, nothing. I have family who know people, like have friends, but at the end of the day, I'm not blood related or have a cousin in the industry. And no, I have not used any of my family's friends to get in the industry um, because they, you know, retired or they didn't know my work ethic. I don't even know. Like, you know, COVID's just thrown everything off. Um, So, yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people are becoming turned away from their filmmaking and television dreams or entertainment dreams because what's the point if so-and-so's daddy is going to get them the job? I have been on multiple sets where at least one person working was related to someone. Um, There was one set I was on where the director, his son, was on set. Um, This kid was not getting paid. It was just kind of like bring your kid to work day type of thing. Um, He had another job and was in another industry. But regardless, that job could have been given to somebody else who wants to be in this industry and wants to be a part of it. You know, I think a big struggle nepotism kids have is like, they feel like they need to be in their industry. They need, you know, they have famous parents. Oh, like, you know, these two famous parents got together and had this baby. Oh, this baby probably has a shit ton of talent. Like blah, 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 blah. Let's throw them in the industry. Right. And they feel like the black sheep, if you know, they're all, all their siblings are in it, but they're not, um, type of situation. Um, And let's point it, I forgot to, let me trace back to one thing about nepotism. We're at the point in Hollywood and in the entertainment industry that you're famous before you're even born and you have your whole life set before you're born. Um, I mean, this is something that's like always been a thing, but there's something about now when a celebrity gets pregnant well, you know, the thing I said about the two, you know, oh, the two parents, they had this kid and it probably has a shit ton of talent because both the parents are talented. You know, it's like the moment a Kardashian says they're having a child, the whole world goes crazy. And you have to think about, like, I think about these like kids and I'm like, do they realize how famous they are? Like, do they realize like the life they're going to have? And that's if they choose it, right? If they don't choose it, you know, that's on, you know, that's what they want. And, you know, like, for example, Robert Kardashian pretty much like doesn't, he has his own thing going on. He's not a part of that Kardashian dynasty type of situation. Um, For example, like Northwest, like she's eight years old, right? And everyone was, you know, it was a big deal when Kim Kardashian got pregnant with her. Um, Same with Beyonce, Blue Ivy, like these girls, I see them now and they're like eight years old, but they're going to have huge careers. If they, you know, want to be, and it's not even if they want to do music or fashion or whatever, acting, 
no matter what they want to do, they have the connections to do it, especially in entertainment, because yes, they can change their name or whatever, but everyone at the end of the day is going to know who they are, right? So yes, let's head on to the next topic. I write notes down for my podcast to make sure like I am on track and stuff. So the next thing, yes, but let's head, let's head back, forth, back, I'm sorry. Um, pretty much like people feel discouraged in this industry because it's like, what's the point if, you know, the connection, you know, at the end of the day, there's a connection, there is that family connection and that kid gets the job over the person, you know, who has been studying film, who has been, you know, applying to jobs tremendously, you know, all these things like, and at the end of the day, you know, this industry is about connections, it's about who you know, what you know, but when, especially when you're related to that person that's elevated, um, I have another story about another case of nepotism that I witnessed. Um, I was on this set. It was my first day as a PA ever. I'm not going to say the name of the company. I think maybe I'll do another podcast about this because this day was like the worst day ever. And if you were in my shoes, you probably would have quit. The f- you probably would have quit. You probably been like, I'm never doing filmmaking again. But of course, I love this shit too much. Like I can't see myself doing anything else. Anyway, I was on this set. Everyone on the set was a total asshole. Like they were so mean. Um, but there was another PA with me that day. No, two others, two others. Turns out one of the PAs was the child of the executive producer. And the other PA was the PAs, was the daughter, was the kid's best friend, right? They were best friends um, since childhood. Of course, they probably didn't have to apply. They probably didn't have to, you know, I think the parent put them on the show. And they were literally like, spoiled the entire time like they were they were nice people but they were spoiled by the rest of the cast and crew pretty much like because this producer has been working with this company for like 20 plus years so a lot of the cast and crew grew have known these two people since they were babies so my ass knowing nobody like they just excluded me the whole time and said i was like they they were the town the actors especially were such assholes. Um, I hope their show got canceled. <laughs> I know this sounds really mean, but they they were just really, really mean that day. And like, I'm going to have to make another podcast about that spiel and like what to look out for, like what red flags to look out for. But yeah, point being, there's three PA positions that day. Two of them were taken because they knew they were related to somebody. You know, maybe they did work hard. They probably, you know, But at the end of the day, they had the connection. They had that upper hand compared to everybody else. Um, There's a lot of people I've networked with, and it's nothing against them at all. You know, but I I always ask, how did you make it? Like, how did you do? And I'm going to say 50% said the same thing, which was my uncle was in the industry. My dad was in the industry. My cousin, whatever, some family relation. It's been in our family for years. Like, and that, you know, it's nothing against them, but Holly, but the entertainment industry really needs to crack down and give people who do not have that connection a fair chance, right? There's even, it's gotten to the point where like people are writing roles for their children, right? Giving them stuff for them, for their children. So like, if you're trying to be an actor, good luck because so-and-so's kid probably got it before you, Right. And I think nepotism is one of the big reasons why everyone is driving, is going to the internet. I think the internet is just becoming 
a better place to thrive. But yet again, I think in a few years, nepotism will take over the internet, right? So the internet is popular because you don't need nepotism to make it, right? You upload a video, you wish your lucky stars that you go viral, and once you go viral, boom, opportunity, left, right, sponsorship, brands, da-da-da-da-da. But we're going to get to a point where nepotism will take over the internet industry, right? So you have these famous people on the internet, TikTok, whatever, like um, Charlie D'Amelio, Addison Rae, Miranda Sings. I know she doesn't really do Miranda Sings, does she? I don't know. Correct me on that one. The minute those people have kids, I know they're teenagers, but the minute they do, their kids will have the upper hand. Their kids will get advantage. Their kids will get opportunities in the internet world if they decide to. Think about it. Think about all those family channels and all those, you know, those blogs with the, you know, they blog with their kid. I don't think that, I think there needs to be more child labor laws in regards to that, but that's another topic. But those children who got famous because their parents made a video about them as a toddler, look at the opportunities they're getting, right? And think about it, you know, a big part of making it big on the internet is collabing with other famous people. And when you are already famous and you have a child and you make a collaboration, say that kid was like, I want to go into TikTok too. All that famous person's got to do is make a video, a TikTok with their kid. Boom. Instantly famous. And I think that's going to happen down the line 20, 30 years from now. People are going to be complaining that there is a nepotism problem on the internet. And I think, you know, there was a point in Hollywood where... You didn't have to have this huge connection. You didn't have to, you know, know someone famous. But now we're at the point where it's like, if you don't know anybody, good luck. And, you know, I think that's, I think I would be farther in my career. I know I'm only 23, but I think I would be a little bit farther had I known somebody. And, you know, there are a lot of people who made it with, absolutely no connections, you know, came here with nothing, came here with no money, whatever, and made it. But nepotism, as it's getting stronger and stronger, it's becoming harder and harder. And of course, like, don't let this discourage you. Don't, because you, you know, I'm still doing this shit and like, I have no relatives in this industry. You know, it's a matter of just being more vocal about it. You know, being like, hey, let's point out that this kid got it because of their parent or got it because of their uncle and, you know, stuff like that. Yet again, there are a lot of kids, a lot of kids of famous people who made it without their parents and have become so successful that you wouldn't even know that they had famous parents, right? The biggest example, or famous relatives, the biggest person that comes to my head is Elizabeth Olsen. I watched, WandaVision came out like a year ago, and the theme song was just catchy as shit, so I was like, let me watch this, and Elizabeth Olsen is now one of my favorite actresses because of this show, miniseries, excuse me. I googled her, and it said, Elizabeth Olsen is an actress from Marvel, blah, 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 and then it said, you know, younger sister of Mary Kane and Ashley Olsen, Olsen, excuse me. I was so blown away, like, I had no idea, and you're probably like, They have the same last name, you idiot. But like, 
I just was so mind blown. Like I didn't, I didn't know, you know, and I think that says a lot, right? And then I looked more into Elizabeth Olsen and like she, she had the upper hand, like she could have used her sisters, but she chose not to. Um, she originally was, I think she auditioned for Spy Kids and didn't get it. And I think her parents sat her down and made her write a pros and cons list to see if she really wanted to do this. And like, there was more cons than pros at the time. Um, and then I think her sisters like gave her a lot of like talks about it. And then when she went to college, she, um, you know, got back into acting again, but she did a lot of really low budget stuff, like really independent films, like compared to what she's doing now. Um, but think about it. She could have easily just gone the Marvel route. No questions asked, no independent movies, no small budget shit. Her sisters have an accumulated net worth of $500 million. They could have just hopped her in, but no. I think there was, like, she was even going to play Michelle in the new reboot of Fuller House. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Um, But she chose not to. And I think, like, there was even times where she was going to change her name to not have the affiliation. Um, She does a whole thing about nepotism. She's, She's very vocal about it. Um, but there's a lot of people in the industry too that like, they're, they'll say like, oh yeah, I'm related to someone, but like, it was still hard because people think they're like, oh, I got it because of my parents. And it's like, it kind of did in a way, not going to lie. You kind of did. But there are people that there's, it's very rare when a celebrity or someone in the industry behind the camera, in front of the camera, you know, voluntarily, despite the connections, chooses to do it by themselves. Um, and that's huge. That's a very huge thing. And that's something that like we rarely speak about. Or they're so successful that you forget that they're related to somebody. And I think we need to talk about, you know, it's not always nepotism. It's just having rich or not rich, rich, but like having wealthy, having wealthy connections. And what do I mean by wealthy connections? Um, pretty much, you know, you, if you went if you grew up in a nice town, if you grew up in a nice house, you had always had food on the table, you know, that type of privilege, nice school, you know, your parents were able to pay for your baseball lessons or piano or was able to pay for you to travel to go, you know, to the game or to a concert, whatever. Those people also have a huge upper hand. And, you know, that's another thing too. It's not just nepotism. It's just if you can afford it. Think about it. When I think about it, you know, I grew up in a town where everyone, most people are upper middle class. Um, Anything I wanted to do in my life, my parents were able to pay for it. I wanted to play baseball. Parents paid for it. I wanted to try piano. Parents paid for it. I, you know, wanted this, that, and that. I always had someone that could financially cover it. And then you think about the kids that, you know, their art programs are shut down. They don't have the money to travel to a lesson or whatever. They are going to have a hard time finding jobs. And that's something that we also don't talk about. We don't talk about how privileged um, some of these celebrities can be. And, you know, it's really annoying when these celebrities talk about they started from the bottom when they really did not. They did not at all. And I think that's called an industry plant. I, I get, I could be wrong or, you know, they grew up in a privileged environment, but the media, like their marketing and all of that just goes with the, oh, they grew up poor. They grew up with nothing. Uh, They're just like you, you know, type of 
mentality. Um, you know, there's a lot of pe- I, I think one prime example I can think of, um, not necessarily where they portray her as like poor, but just someone who did come from a good amount of wealth um, and privilege to make it is Taylor Swift. Um, Taylor Swift is from Pennsylvania. Someone posted her um, her old house online. Um, very big, wealthy. Oh, shit. I swear to God. Please tell me you did not stop recording. Oh, sorry about that. Um, my computer shut down, but now we're back. Okay, so like Taylor Swift, right? She has this house in Pennsylvania. It's massive. Um, she grew up in this big house. Um, her father was a stockbroker. Her mother, I don't know what the mother did, but um, pretty much, you know, she came from money. All right. I don't, it may have not been like millions and millions of dollars, but she had an upper hand to make it, right? Her parents dropped everything for her to move to Nashville so she can start a music career. Not many parents can do that. Not many parents could quit their jobs. I don't think they quit, but like they were able to easily transfer, be able to do that, right? There's not a lot of people who can do that. And especially, if, um, you know, what if Taylor's career didn't work out? They, there is not that, um, not a lot of people have that upper hand, you know, all the guitar lessons, all the, you know, traveling they had to do X, Y, and Z again, that, you know, you need money to do those things. And there's a lot of people who do not have that type of money and think about all the, the potential Taylor Swift's there are out there or the potential Elizabeth Olsen's or the potential actors and filmmakers and the, you know, whatever, who don't have that money, who don't have that expense to travel and to connect and meet new people or the people that live in bumblefuck nowhere and they don't have that access to go to the nearest city, those potential talents, but they they don't have that privilege because they don't have the connection or they don't have the money. And that is something we don't talk about enough, right? I'm very lucky that I was able to have parents to, uh, you know, afford the expensive of anything I wanted to do. Um, for example, like I typically buy my own camera gear, but like when I was first starting out 16, 17, my parents got me a camera. It was a cheap, you know, it wasn't the most expensive camera in the world, but the fact that they could afford something, no questions asked when people I know are making films on broken iPhones cause they can't get them fixed. That, that is something that like people need to recognize that's something that people need to acknowledge is that, you know, it's not just nepotism. It's just being able to afford um, the resources, right? I could afford film school. I could afford going away to school. You know, I just repeated myself. Not many people can. And there's probably a lot of potential talent out there, but they're not getting the light of day because, you know, they didn't have the connection or they didn't have the money. And I keep repeating that over and over, but it's true. And, you know, nepotism is just becoming such a problem. Um, nepotism and this idea, you know, these resources, it's just becoming a problem. It really is. And, like, um, a lot of people are now being turned away from it. They feel that, like, you know, what's the point? And my advice, you know, is just to keep pushing. And I know that sounds so cheesy and like easier said than done. And at times I'm like, Oh, I fucking can't. But like at the end of the day, there were, yes, there are a lot of people who are making it because of connections and the whole, you know, well, family connections, excuse me. Cause of course you need connections no matter what. 
but they had a push. They really had a push. Um, and that's just something, you know, that's just not discussed enough. Um, something that's not acknowledged. And I think at the end of the day, people see through people's bullshit. And when someone does the whole, oh, I came from nothing story arc, then that shit, people read through that shit compared to you who genuinely probably came from nothing, genuinely had no connections, genuinely maybe not had the funds or whatever. Then people are going to see that and be like, that's a genuine person. And that's a real arc and that's a real person to look up to. And I think that's what matters at the end of the day. And, you know, I am speaking from like a 50 perspective. Like I don't have relatives in the industry, but I have the funds. I had, I was able to have the funds to, you know, go to school and, you know, buy gear and things like that, which a lot of people don't have the privilege. And I want to acknowledge that I do have, you know, that's something I do have. So, you know, sometimes I may not be able to relate to that aspect of having absolutely nothing, um, you know, but that's just the reality of it. And, you know, nepotism and this whole, you know, having wealthy relatives and, you know, being from a privileged background that is hurting other people. It's hurting potential talent, potential filmmakers, potential actors, potential singers, whatever. And I wish, you know, more resource, you know, that talent, that talent was as just as recognized in discovering a person in the way connections are. You know, because there are people that are really talented, but maybe connections are difficult for them because they're introverted individuals like me, right? Um, why did, you know, I, it's like, even if you show a resume, it's like, look at all the work I did, right? But no one really cares unless you know somebody, you know, and that's just the reality of it. And I would, and I hope that changes. I really hope that changes. Um, so that is all I have to say for this week. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast. Um, I upload at least once a week, not, you know, I upload every Monday at 12 PM. Um, if you have more topics, more things to talk about, please let me know. And I would love to implement that in future podcasts. So. Mm -hmm.